was like, ooh, this is aliens talk. We need to get this captured on the podcast. Wait, what's his name? I can never remember his fucking name. Paul Reiser. No. No. No, wrong movie. Um, The guy who's billed above Sigourney Weaver because he's male. And oh, we're talking 70- about the original alien. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I know who you're talking about, but it's like beardy make no name like no one gives a shit about you it's Sigourney Wiener's movie Wiener's movie excuse me instead to get 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 in the back motherfucker like what, what why are you like build above her and he I, dies I do quite enjoy that we're talking about a man incorrectly build above a woman and you call her Sigourney Wiener I can't talk Alex <laughs> I'm not getting any sleep anymore it's 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 a shit show over here Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I am your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest. In her own home. Hello. Erica. What's up? She's thrilled to be here. I am enjoying some uh, warm apple cider with uh, some cinnamon sticks in there, so I'm, I'm a happy human right now. I have some iced tea. You know who sucks? Polly sucks. No, I'm, ta- no, no. I'm taking control of this conversation. We're talking about the challenge first. Fuck him and his, ooh, I'm cementing my legacy. Fuck you, dude. You have no legacy on the challenge. You are a no one. Erica, we have to talk about the previous week's episode first. Fine. Oh, did we not talk about that yet? No. no. Oh, shit. Oh, we, we have almost, to talk we about want, we, want, we, we discussed having a special We episode. did chat about it, and then we I nixed it. I remember that. Okay. I apologize. I am jumping ahead. Point still stands. Polly can go fuck himself. Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> well, what happened last episode? Because I know I remember the elimination, but how did we get there? Was that that wasn't the episode where CT threw the challenge, right? No, no. that was that was that a was... while ago. We should have watched this again. Well, because it was a great episode. Yeah, we. It was a swimming thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they had to swim to a platform. And grab like the ball with a key on it or something. Yes. And bring it back. And then they had to solve the puzzle, the yes. word puzzle. Yes. And UK actually won, right? Or no? No, US no. won. Okay. Yeah. U- US won. UK had some pretty good swim times, but the U- US ended up winning. US won and voted in. Wait a second. We're going to have to. No, I think I think we're all balled up here. This is gonna this is gonna take some editing, Alex. Okay, so now that we definitely didn't spend five minutes looking this up, wasn't five minutes. Uh, like so three the, minutes. So, so the challenge here was, Alex had it right. You got the they had to swim out to get the thing and come back. Um, but which the consequence of was if you didn't matter which team won, if you had the the slowest uh, time, slowest swim time, you were gone immediately. And, oh, this was tasty. And so, well, first, let's start with one thing. Fuck Ninja. She is terrible. She is the worst. I just want her off the show. Any goodwill that she had from last season, and I would argue she had some. Yeah, she was She was fine. She wasn't annoying. I mean, I wasn't like a big fan or anything. I but wasn't either. She, she was, was fine. fine. An interesting she person. She performed well enough in the final. Respectfully well. She was in the final? Yeah, Did she we was decide the that? only woman who finished the final. Okay. So, I mean, there's something to say yeah. for that. 
But I, I hate the bullshit that she's pulling of like, oh, I'm like a nice person and... It's but like, she's not. But no, no, you're not you've at all. You've never had your supposed friend D's back the whole season. No. You've allied yourself with the side of evil. And let's not Which, forget... Which, granted, you didn't have a choice. Let's but, not forget that when she wigged out on Turbo after they won that challenge last season... Yeah, she's a horrible teammate. Yeah, she she absolutely is terrible. And then in this one, TJ, you know, comes out. He says, "Oh, um, you know, Team US, one person's gonna have to sit out." And she starts doing this, you know, cheering. Or she's like, "Yeah, I'm not." Well, gonna- then Zach comes in, flying in, and is like, lays it down. <laughs> yeah, and Zach's like, "You realize you fucked over someone else because you can't swim, so now." One of the other women on the team is at risk of going home because you suck. <laughs> and it was great. I would contend that after Jordan, just from Jordan, just from a pure performance perspective, Zach is the second MVP of this season. I'll give that to you. He's been amazing in the confessionals and he's been amazing in real time as things are taking place in front of him. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Hey, has Ninja ever said anything worthwhile in a confessional? No. Does Ninja ever get confessionals? No. They slide her in there every now and again. The, the problem with the confessionals this season is everybody that's part of that They're giant fucking alliance. It's not that. It's the like... I don't know, maybe they are lying, or they're just so fucking deluded, but it's like, just don't even talk. We're playing for the team. All you're doing is pissing me off. You've just made me mad. Team USA. Just admit what you're doing. Like, you're in the confessional. Right. Like, And and we're watching the show. We know what's going on. Right. Like, the audience isn't that stupid. The audience is pretty stupid. can Can we talk about the best part of last episode? Yes. Oh my oh, god. Oh, the tears. Oh, the the, the roosters. Oh, oh, oh I, I can't even get the phrase fucking right. They, I'm so, so excited. They do this whole challenge where everyone in pairs has to go man and f- male and female pairs. They have to go swim to a buoy or something and grab a ball and then swim back. And once everyone's back with their ball, they can then start working on this puzzle. And I can't remember what the puzzle was exactly, but it was basically three phrases. And off that, f- those phrases, you riddle. had to come up with a right. You had to come up with a word. Right, and ended up being chair. And I think if for cares. some reason, Polly figures this out, and so Team US wins. Right, but shock. But but oh my god! It's just it's like so. The the worst swimming team ends up being Jas and Kaylee. Yeah. And Joss gets a confessional where this 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 fucking punk ass bitch starts crying. Crying. I never I would have loved to swim with Georgia. I would have loved to swim with Jenny. And it's like, yeah, you dumb motherfucker. You yeah. fucked yourself over. You eliminated some of your best women to keep around an absolutely terrible athlete. To it's keep actually Kaylee. it's actually offensive to call Kaylee an athlete. Yeah, no. She I, in no way qualifies. As I am an more of an of athlete than Kelly. And doesn't yes. even seem like she wants to be there. Like Georgia, no, she didn't care at all. No, Georgia wanted to be there. That's the thing. I truly believe Kaylee's goal was just to stick around and outpolitic the other women, which she did to her credit. She outpoliticked all the women who were better than her for the most part. 
and kept herself around, but to what end? So I right. here here we were talking about this earlier. I have a theory on this. Um, you know, if you've been on the show, you've watched the show, you know how impossible the the, the final challenges are. So I I guarantee there's a lot of people that get on the show that know damn well there is no way they could finish the final challenge, but because they get a paycheck every week. Uh, just for being on the show, plus it heightens their just otherwise profile outside the show. How much I don't know, but I can totally see them thinking about more that. TV is generally better, better than right. less TV. So they're like they they just try and ride it as long into the season as they can, knowing sooner or later they're gonna get th- they're gonna be put in elimination or something, and they're gonna go home and. That's why they don't get that upset about it because they know they've done what they came to do. They know they had no chance of winning, but you know, they got deep in the season. They made some bank and they got TV time. I would also like to call out the, uh, I I always appreciate uh, hatred and spite based performances. And as much as D can go fuck herself, I appreciated her swim with the hate burning in her heart. What a great job they did of motivating her. Hey. And she goes right back to fucking Rogan? Honey. Oh, it honey. Was, it was Joss's idea. You know what, though? Good, good. For, yeah, he's just like. Rogan? Playing her like a fucking fiddle, man. Rogan? Huge piece of shit. Can't hate him that much. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the. That's, the story of this show that's like bear bears a huge piece of shit but he's kind of bear is way more entertaining than rogan yes i'm not a big bear fan but i will can i will seed that remark rogan's just kind of there he's joss's fucking like uh, sidekick well i would contend that joss is rogan's sidekick Mm -hmm. joss is a way better athlete than rogan but in their dynamic rogan is the alpha and Josh, yeah, I agree with Josh that. Joss is the beta cuck. <laughs> I appreciate that we've appropriated that in our in our podcast. But no, to see Joss leave because of that was tasty. Well, and I love the hell out of CT just being like, fuck you, dude. You're swimming with D. I ain't doing that. I'm swimming by myself. <laughs> I'm not taking this one on the chin. This was your decision. And why... Okay, whatever they think of D, why would Joss want to swim with Kaylee? What has Kaylee ever shown you or done? Nothing. The only thing I could possibly imagine after all the time I've spent thinking about this is Joss must have thought that her gigantic boobs that are bigger than her head act as a flotation device. Does she have big tits? Oh, they're redonkulous. Are they? Yes. I, I don't recall them like being... Yes. I, huh. I also think that Joss is just Hannah, kind of... Hannah also missed this. And I was like, just go look up any picture. I'm going to have to go back because, yeah, I, I don't recall yeah. her tits being that big. But... Joss is also just an idiot. He is an idiot. I, no, well, Kaylee, you got this, right? Okay. They all convinced themselves, oh, that D's just, oh, D sucks. And, yeah, she's not well, great. But the, the, that's the thing. So, you know, they clearly... One, they they sat there and they played Paulie's game all season, which was only go- Paulie's trying to win, and for him to win, 
means Team U.S. needs to be strong. Team U.K. needs to be weak. I will argue, though, the dudes... We'll get. We'll, you know what? Let's we'll get, get there. there. We'll get, we'll get there. there because I do want to talk about that at yeah. the end of the at the end of this little recap. Yeah. But the other thing that happened during this challenge that was very interesting is Josh, the big goofball with the wacky voice, not Josh. Josh, Josh. impressed me because I had never seen him actually do anything of value on the show. No, he had a really good swim until he was like Nani just. Grab on. And I got us. Kick your legs. I'll push us. I'll get us the rest of the way back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Josh. Um, It's a picture of the great colleague. Okay. No, it took me a second, but I, I got there. Uh he really, he really impressed me. I mean, I, I didn't was, know, I didn't know he was that good of a swimmer. And it also goes to show you that, as stupid as I do think Josh is, he's clearly not as dumb as Josh. Because why didn't Josh just do the same thing? Just be like, "Hey, Kaylee, hold on, just grab on." Right. I can pull another hundred pounds or whatever. It will still you be weigh. faster than whatever the fuck your time is going to be. I will certainly all, be faster than Leroy. That's all. That's the thing. All you had to do was beat fucking Leroy. Imagine how slow Kaylee must have been going to be slower than Leroy, really who was like doggy paddling. But Kaylee didn't care, and that's the thing. Okay, like uh, I fucking hate Cara Maria. She was terrible in this challenge, but she was trying yes i mean paulie had to drag her out of the water she was so tired she couldn't even lift herself up she was trying freaking d tried holy fuck did d try was fueled by hatred so (laughs) the strongest motivation um and there were some other people i mean leroy was trying leroy's a bad swimmer but he was trying and i mean clearly you saw his reaction when he realized he wasn't going to be eliminated and he broke down how much this means to him. Mm-hmm. And Kaylee's just kind of taking it easy. I'll get there. We'll be fine, Joss. Don't worry about it. I'm going to swim real slow. I'm not that tired. It's all good. Oops. You got eliminated. Nope, and, going home. and they had the complete opposite reactions. I mean, Joss is an idiot. But he clearly cared. Kaylee didn't give two shits. Yeah, she was like, I'm going home. Ah, oh, well, I lost. Better luck next time. And the thing is, they'll probably work with her again because they're stupid. After that, like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Here's the other thing that just, because in in the challenge, to to take a, a Johnny Bananas phrase, your word is your bond. Why would you believe anything that comes out of any of these idiots faces well why okay why would anyone align with ashley anymore i wouldn't but they keep doing it like (laughs) i mean go back to jordan at the end of this episode if she wins she's just gonna steal the money from you that was so great that was such a great oh well we have to discuss that yeah, was there anything else really worth discussing before the elimination? No, just Joss, uh, the chickens coming coming home Joss, to roost. Joss, yeah, crying like a little bitch. Because it's just oh, like... Oh, so... It's like, well, what... what those, those tears were delicious. What did you think was going to happen? That's the whole thing. Even with these huge alliances, 
you're 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 going to be fucked eventually if you aren't number one or two on the totem pole in those alliances. Well, here I can understand. I think one of their arguments is that when they're in the middle of the show, sometimes they can't see everything happening that True. the viewer can. Fair. That and that fair. is a fair point. However, Zach in real time is seeing everything that's happening. He's seeing how it's all playing out. And I don't know about anyone else, but I don't think of Zach as the Stephen Hawking of the challenge or something. No. I mean, Zach's not exactly a fucking genius and he's seeing how this is all going. But for some reason, no one else can. Well, I mean, you know, for Zach, he's, you know, he's just been on the challenge long enough to, at this point, and, you know, he's trying, he's like, it looks like he's trying to kind of move into that CT role of kind of sit in the back, toe well, the line. Everyone's afraid of me, so no one wants to see me in elimination. I was just going to right. say that. Polly's not going to fuck with Zach because Zach would fucking decimate Polly. Right. I mean, it comes down to, at the end of the day, the, the the best way to be good at the challenge is to be good at the challenge and like be a strong physical presence. Right. You know, you, a lot of people get really far on politics and like arguably if you can't play politics at all, you're going to fail right. at well, the challenge. And Paulie talks himself up and he says, I'm this big, bad motherfucker. I'm, Who's ever done what I've done in the first three seasons? Okay, which, which by no, the no, way, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, which, no, we're, that's which, what we're by gonna, the way, we're gonna talk like, about for the next. Episode. By the way, is like a shitload of people, but we'll talk uh, about that after we talk about this elimination. Paulie is terrible in eliminations. I mean, I remember that season. His what was first that season? season? Yeah, that season with Natalie. Where they got eliminated and went to a redemption house. And they kept and coming they, back. But every they time they came back, they got eliminated again. And went to a redemption house and they lost and, and went to a redemption house. Why is he still house. here? And you've never done anything. You've done and, jack And Natalie's shit. not bad. I mean, no. you can't be like, oh, I had Kaylee, so I was screwed. Natalie's not that bad. No. I have, when we get there, I have a particular name in mind to discuss Mr. Oh, I could think Pauly. of a lot of people that have had a better first three seasons than Pauly. Ah, but that challenge, that elimination, one of the best of all time. It's seriously like top three. It's in the team photo because sure. I mean to win a tug of war with one hand with one hand against a two-handed man, and I know Josh in isn't like the greatest of all time or anything. Big dude, though. Yeah, yeah. that big strong guy that should have been. Josh's win it easily. But fucking Jordan, what an incredible performance. If Jordan, I mean, he was amazing. I loved when Ashley was like trying to prop up Josh in the middle of this. And he just turns to Josh in the middle of fucking with him. But he just fucks with them some more. And he goes, even if you win, she's just going to steal the money from you. Here's the other thing, though. If I was Josh, I'd be like, "Don't, don't be cheering for me. You, yeah, you fuck fucking you. threw me in. Go fuck yourself. How's that? Keep my don't, don't, don't pretend like you guys give a shit if I'm here or not because you don't. So, shut up. Right. And, you know, we'll see what ends up happening. But with the way this season's shaking out, if Jordan wins this final, he's gonna be in the talk for like one of the best guys ever. Easily. 
I think he. I think he's in that conversation, especially after even without all the, winning. Especially after all the work he's had to do this season to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, between I mean, and you know, the conversation that I mean, you know, in terms of best couple on the show, well, that, Tori's okay, putting in work too. That was another thing from this episode that was amazing. Was Kara and Polly aren't getting along because they're both terrible people. <laughs> And they start, they're like, Kara's talking about, you know, it's really hard to have a relationship in the challenge. Oh, house. and they do the cut. And they cut to Leroy and Cam, and they're super happy. They're awesome. And they cut to Tori and Jordan, and they're super happy. And they cut back to j- fucking Polly and Kara. Miserable. It's like, it was, mis- thank talk you. about misery loving company. Thank you, Mrs. Editor, whoever you are. That was outstanding. Yeah, that was great. Oh, man. Well, you know, I'm so it, I'm so glad they're not going to be on the next season. Um, they need a break. They did well. I don't know why Polly needs a break because fuck it, he's only done three seasons. She needs a break, but she definitely. You does. need to take a, a sit and be like, "What? What is my life?" Right. Uh, she. I mean, it's just not entertaining to watch her. She's just miserable. I mean, even like. Especially go back to the episode that uh, Jordan proposed, like, and she's sitting there like, oh, oh my God, like, uh, they're just faking it or they planned this beforehand. And they just and she stuck it. to it the next episode, too. Yeah. Well, you here's the thing. Fuck you, you, you're, you know, I, 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 there might be a little jealousy there as well. A little. Right. Where's, where's the, they've been together for a minute. Where's the ring, Polly? But like. You've been to weddings. I've been to weddings where you're sitting in there and you're thinking in the back of your head, eh, I don't get it or whatever, but you keep your mouth shut. You don't say anything. You put on a smile. You say, hey, that's great. All you got to well, do then, is like smile and clap. Right. And right. then bitch about, oh, we're we're being we're going to be portrayed as the villains again this season. Yeah. Yeah. Look what you're doing. You're giving them. They don't even have to go into your confessionals and edit lines together or anything like that. All they have to do is take the video of you acting like a supreme bitch. That's and that's the thing. Like you can play the game um, the way they played it with the alliances, the way they want the same way without being a just a horrible piece of shit. Mm hmm. You know, you absolutely can't, you know, and it just, everyone understands you're playing the numbers game and that's the way it is. Well, and it happened to shake out for you. Right. But because no, some they, people are they, idiots and didn't vote the right way, they, they could have been completely different, but they, whatever. They have said, oh, no, no, we are going to lean into this. We're going to lie about everything we're doing and just be horrible people. Oh, we're not talking about the tribunal when uh, it oh. was... It was Ninja. It's Zach's the man. It was Ninja, Zach, and Ashley in the tribunal. So they watch Team UK vote in Jordan. And Jordan's sitting there. And Ninja starts up with like some, you know, after the, the way this has all worked out and now that you've ended up here, do you have any regrets on the way you've talked down to people this season? And you just see Zach... Zach's dying off inside. To the side. Just, just shaking his head like. Shaking his head. Puts his head in his hands. He can't believe 
the gall of this woman. He had a great confessional say, about yeah. it, too. Yeah. He's like, you're in a house with a bunch of assholes and scumbags and backstabbers. And by the way, you're aligned with all of them. Right. And you're going to talk about someone else's behavior. Right. This is the game. Wow. You're, this is the game. You're playing a game of evil people. That's the game. Yep. Wow. And Jordan just goes, no. no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Right. No. And he does it with like this big shit-eating grin on his face. He's like, you can see like in the back of his head, he's like, is she really asking me this question? He should have just turned to her and he should have just gone, do you have any regrets that you can't swim? That would have been amazing. <laughs> well, and, and, and like... Sit there and think about this for a second, Ninja. Okay, what what is that buying you at all? It makes you look stupid. It's a. Very... It's not going to get it in his head. No. And she she actually she's, there's nothing there's nothing she has nothing to offer him in exchange for groveling. So. Right. It's, it's you just, tell her to go fuck herself. Yeah. You're not going to give me who I want. So whatever. Yeah, but mean, and it's like, who are you? You've been no, on the you've challenge. Done, you've done nothing. You've done nothing. You've been on the challenge once. This you've is your done second nothing. Year. I'm one of the best guys to ever do this. You've right. done nothing. You're a nobody. Go away, dork. Right. <laughs> you've, you're only here because of a technicality. Right. They essentially picked you to stay, which was... A mistake. Supremely bad production. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? It's uh, my new uh, for, In a opinion. challenge that you should have won handily. Stop. A reference no one will understand. Exactly, that's why I didn't say it on air. Um, you know, it's one thing if it, like it's somebody who has some weight. That I think that's a lot of the problem I have with a lot of these new people, and it because it's like you you haven't been here long enough to have this inflated sense of self that you have. Yeah, I mean, if if Ashley would have said that, it's like okay, it's still stupid, but at least Ashley has won the challenge twice, right? And. And played a crucial role in it, not just like, oh, was on a team of people, right. won the challenge, actually won it. Right. Now, you could argue she won some seasons against some weak casts or whatever, but nonetheless, she won. won it. Like, it's Ninja. You've done nothing. Congratulations. You finished the quote-unquote hardest final ever. You that's like a participation trophy. I would say that's not nothing, though. She did finish. She finished a final fine you didn't win and you've been here she's really lucky that final didn't have like one mile of swimming because she would have drowned to death but it's just you're you're nobody you don't get to ask me that i mean fine ask me that question you look like an idiot that is something when it comes to like a final to me if they do swimming and let's say they have to pull you out of the water because you can't swim that should be a dq I agree. I don't know if they've ever had to do that or not. I don't think they but I don't know that they have. If they're swimming and they have to actually go rescue you, that should be it. You yeah. should be done. Yeah. It shouldn't be like, oh, okay, well, here's a penalty and pick up at the next well, station. I mean, or if, the penalty is like there's an hour added I mean, to your time. There's also just generally not a lot of swimming in the finals. Um, the most is like swim to a buoy, and it's never that far. Well... I do wonder, this season has been so much swimming. Yeah. Like, 
It feels like half the challenges have been swimming. It's almost as if they're like, want to grab certain people by the shoulders and be like, you need to learn how to swim so, to be good on this show. I'm just wondering, is that just because of what locations they had access to? Or I'm sure that has what ideas to do they had for this year? Yeah. Or is this final going to have a shitload of swimming? Because if the final has a ton of swimming... Team U.S. is in big trouble. I mean, big, big, big trouble. Well, let's discuss which will this. Bring me great joy. I know, right? Let's discuss this next episode then, and we'll, we'll yeah. kind of do rundown of the teams and all that. Um, so this week was CT finally like. Well, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait! Let's talk about the challenge first. Okay. It uh, was a wacky challenge. It was. It was very wacky. But it was, well, it was also... And dangerous. Yeah. The falls they were taking, I was like, this is like, yeah, someone's going to seriously... The fact that somebody didn't seriously get hurt is kind of shocking to Okay, me. so they had these two, or no, it was four ropes suspended in the air. Each of these kind of like carts are on two of the ropes. They look like the like minecarts they used in another challenge or something because they had wheels on them. <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, they just repurposed them. Uh, so they had to like pull themselves along the ropes to grab these metals to put them put them somewhere else. Right. right. While they're doing this, the two people, there's a man and a woman in each of these carts from each team, and there's three heats, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're doing this, there has to be someone swimming from each team. They have to go grab a box, pretty much, that has a saw in it, mm-hmm. bring the box with the saw back, and cut the ropes to knock the people off so they can't grab any more medallions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know how they came up with these rules or whatever, but it was ridiculously unfair that Jordan got to swim all three times but i mean that 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 is a consequence of the season they set up where the teams could get so lopsided but why was why were you allowed to have repeats because if you look at each team they have five people and only two people have to be in the cart at a time they could have said each person can only swim once well that because then we couldn't have jordan decimate Team US. But, well, and, I think part of it then, too was it's like, oh, well, he's. I don't think they saw it as a as a plus because you're like, okay, well, if people are doing it twice, they're going to be more gassed than the other team. It's not that long of a swim. No, but I'm just saying, I could see that would be their logic. But no, I enjoyed it because you're watching uh, Jordan smoke everybody. Yeah, but, and I just, I don't. It's just weird. Maybe production was thinking it doesn't even matter who wins because either way, based on what they know at the time, they're probably figuring no matter what, it's Nani and Tori. They don't know. We're going to assume that they don't know CT's going to flip. Right. Right. Which, thank fucking... Like, come on, man. Finally, someone's got Took you this long with some logic, you know? Well, you had an interesting thought on this. (laughs) on if uh you almost felt like you know production maybe gave ct the hey if you're gonna make a move please do it now maybe want to do that please maybe want to think about it just so you know um there's not going to be any more men's eliminations wink wink wink, nudge nudge (laughs) 
Um, well, it needed to happen, right? And, and that's the thing. Somebody on that team needed to pull their fucking head out of their ass and just be like, yeah, we're right. not we're not doing this anymore. Well, and I loved how betrayed everyone looked on Team US. And it's like... No, no, is- here's, here's the best thing from that was... See, before CT says who the tribunal is going to be, he goes to the rest of his team. He says, we're not voting anybody in from Team UK. And everyone, okay, right. And then he names the tribunal. He says it's him... Tory and Rogan and D loses her fucking mind. Yep. And CT's like, we're not throwing you in. Relax. You're not going in. I just said we're not throwing anybody in from this. But well, if she, she was on the I fucking think, tribunal, she would have tossed in Tory. Well, she would have, but I think what she was mostly reacting to was that he said Ninja's name first. Didn't Oh, he? and good on CT. Just for f- and fuck D. But he did that. That was after she yeah. kind of freaked out about she not did have being, an about the tribunal about not being on the tribunal. Yeah, yeah. I finally someone's got a clue. It took thirteen episodes, but here we are. Well, and it's just like okay, yeah, your friend is on the other team. Do you not want to win any money? You stupid, stupid woman. Do you not want to win any money? What's the matter with you? Yeah, great. That's your buddy, but. It's a game. It's a fucking game. You yeah. win money. I do not win that money. Yeah. Dummy. If we set them up to win even more than we already have, it's just low, lessening our chances of winning this final. Well, and that's what's so fucking annoying about this whole season. And I, we've talked about it before. I don't know if they thought that it was going to be, okay, the teams are disbanded and we're going to an individual game or whatever. But it's just like the UK t- side got played so horribly that it was just like, well, the fuck? The only good news... So, by the way, it ends up being that Team UK votes in Ashley, and then Team US, of course, votes in Nani. And it was a 5-3 vote, and I thought to myself, one, this shows you that the game really means more to Cam than her relationship with Leroy, because she votes Nani if she cares about Leroy at all, in reality. But she doesn't. <laughs> so well, she doesn't give a shit about Nani, I would have so. I, I would have liked to seen if she would have voted Nani what would have happened on a tie that would have been interesting it would have been interesting yeah um but it's she been a while since we had a good tie argument yeah it has been a minute yeah I would have I would have liked to seen that just for the entertainment but yeah this whole thing well this is all happening Ashley's freaking out D's freaking out. The car is mad, and Zach's laughing in the oh, back. Oh, God. Zach was so great. He had some good. I don't remember what he said, but he had some great commentary going too. Yeah, Zach's having such a great. Well, season. you know, you know what it is. It's that moment you sit there and you real, and it's so great whenever it happens, whether it's in the challenge or in real life, when somebody who was in power and was pulling all the strings, suddenly has no control. Yep. And things are not going their way, and they, you know, it's just so amazing to watch. And Zach is just sitting there with this shit-eating grin, like just calling out everything you're thinking in your own head, and it's on TV, and it's amazing. Well, that's been him the whole season. And what I loved, what I absolutely loved was that the way the votes went put Rogan in the spot of having to make the decision. 
And, you, you know, CT even called him out. He's like, dude, eventually you're going to have to make a tough decision on this show. Like, <laughs> it was choice. Well, or even D, like, screaming at Tori, don't say Ninja's name. Why? Why should I listen to you at all? If I was Tori, I would have said Ninja. I would have done uh- I th- actually think it was the better choice between the two to put in Ashley because Ashley does appear to be the g- god of puzzles. Fair. So getting her out of a final is a potential major boon to your own team. Fair point. She's really good at puzzles and, you know, can run. She can run. So, you know, you're you're right. It is the better decision. It was it, you know, it was probably Ninja's a good snap decision. Ninja, yeah, I don't think she was thinking about all that. Maybe, I don't know, but I'm just saying, if somebody's yelling in my face who's been, like, fucking with me the whole game, how about you go fuck yourself? I'm throwing your friend in. Yeah, I, uh, that brought me great joy, Kiss though. my Ashley, ass. Ashley does her usual freak out when anything that bad happens to her every single time. Zach's laughing in the background, having a blast. I was just, like, so happy CT finally pulled his head out of his ass. Um, so to, to get to it, because it really doesn't matter, they did a, they dragged the women away, they do a super elimination (laughs) which was essentially run with puzzle pieces and solve a puzzle we no longer have a permit to film where we were filming the proving ground so we have to do something different (laughs) maybe yeah possibly it It was it was a cool they had some cool shots during that elimination yeah yeah. Um, it was an interesting elimination i mean it's just once i saw it ended with a puzzle i was like this is all over did you did you feel like Nani's heart was in it, though? I was just going to say, I don't think it was. <sighs> I don't know. Probably Nani not. didn't have the spite that was fueling her, like D, yeah. the last challenge. Nani just seemed like, I, I, I'm, I'm done with she this. She gets that look of, yeah, she gets that look of don't give a shit. Like, it's, yeah. not, even, it's not even really defeat. It's just don't care. And, and she, that could just be the way she is, but, you know, it just uh, that's how it comes off. And she had the big thing about how I've been on this for eight seasons. I've never made a final. And that's that's a valid point, but... Well, she's made a final. She lost to Laurel in free agents. Oh, I thought she was... When she, she said on the she confessional that she, that she hadn't made a final. Yeah. No, she, I think she said she hadn't won a final. She came to second. She came in second with to Laurel in free agents. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe that's what she meant. She didn't win-win. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I thought that was what she said. Anyway, though... But that seemed to come in really late. Like, if she had been talking about that, like, the whole season, you know, how it's like, how, kind of how Leroy has been, or they've at least made it sound like he has been. Mm-hmm. Though every time they cut to him and he's like, oh, we're going to win, we're going to win, we're going to win. And then you get Zach at the end of this episode going, look at the teams, guys. Well, and that was the very interesting thing was Zach's the only one who seems to be able to figure out that Team U.S., they do have more people. They have seven versus five for UK, but their team has major deficiencies. And we don't know. We know how Jordan's going to perform. We yeah. pretty much know how Tori's going to perform. And we pretty much know how CT's going to perform. D and Rogan are complete wild cards. I yep. mean, we have no idea how they're going to be in a final Mm-mm. at this. Or, I mean, Rogan has literally had to do nothing this whole season. So if nothing else, he should be well rested. <laughs> I mean, 
but Jordan's in peak physical condition. He's killing it on everything. You know, if he has to, he's just gonna pick up Tori, put her put her on his fucking back, and just run up whatever they tell him to. So he's not gonna have to do that with Tori, no. though. He's gonna have to do that with the other two. Yeah, but I, I'm with you. But uh, the point is, Jordan's not gonna quit. No, no, Jordan's like, I'm winning this money. I want, fucking high I water. want to see Tori pick up Rogan and carry him up the hill like Kenny West picked up Kenny West. Style. You should watch that final tonight. That's a a great one. That that would be amazing. I just... It's very interesting because, you know, I don't know if there's going to be any more shenanigans to account for the extra people or... I have a feeling that there might be. We might have some extra shenanigans. I'm assuming there will be something. Well, they're going to have to have something because uh, to, to level out some of the stop points on the because it'll probably be it's a typical it it looks like it'll be a typical challenge of or final challenge of big cardio with stations right that's pretty much what every final challenge is yeah Um, i just you know if you start looking at the teams um paulie is okay paulie's not great he's okay but he needs to cement his legacy (laughs) yeah We we can bag on Polly for a while if you'd like. I would like to. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, mean, I know I said a lot at the beginning of the episode, but he they're sitting at that bar, and they're just sitting there. Like I I would argue that Kara has something resembling a legacy on the challenge. Yeah. I think she's one of those sure. people. You say the challenge, you do you think of Kara Maria? Mm-hmm. Um, she's won a significant amount of money. Kara has. I cemented a legacy. Ka- if Kara wants to talk shit, Kara can, can talk, talk shit. shit. Polly cannot talk shit. Polly has accomplished absolutely nothing on the show. Right, and you know what? For all, it's like it's like Wes. For all of your quote unquote master manipulations, how great I've played this game. I haven't seen an elimination. Ba 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 ba. You haven't won yet. Well, and. Mm-hmm. What Paulie's talking about his first three seasons. I mean, just off the top of my head, Turbo won on his first season. Right. Emily Schramm won within her first three seasons. Here's a name for you. Landon. Landon won in his first two seasons and dominated. And then he dominated in Duel 2. He didn't win, but he was still amazing. And then he won one more. Like, didn't Wes win two individual? Didn't he win like two duels? And that was early on for him too. And he also won with CT in Rivals too. Well, that was way deeper in though. I'm thinking like early. Oh, seasons. early, early, didn't, early. Didn't wasn't the duel one of Wes's early seasons? You could yeah, look, it would you have could been. look it up if you'd like. Yeah, but, well, no, I don't need to. But um, yeah, it was. It was one of the early ones for him. I mean, I could start thinking of people off the top of my head. I could think of a lot of people who have done way better in early seasons than Paulie could ever dream of. I mean, Paulie on his first season should have been in there for like a week if they weren't doing the Redemption House bullshit. Yeah, the only reason that he hung around was the dumb Redemption House crap. Yeah. And it's like, this is horrible. You've done nothing. He lost three eliminations that season. Right. It's so funny. Once again, we've talked about this before, how the rest of the cast views Paulie. When he did that thing where he's sitting in the room and he's like, I'm not mad at you or whatever he said. But if oh, I when was, Rogan went. Yeah. yeah. But if I was, I'd take these glasses off and look at you like this. 
and Rogan just they cut to the Rogan at the confessional and he's like Paulie takes his glasses off and it gets really weird <laughs> I will say this though you go like fucking crawling up to Polly like a little bitch baby and being like oh I'm sorry I didn't know <laughs> You, fuck you, dude! It's the end. You, you don't You're have to do this final. anymore. You're in the final. Stop groveling. It's pathetic. It is. Well, yeah, yeah, because you know what? At a certain point in the season, you got to make your move, and you're on separate teams. Yeah, and it's like, like <laughs> it, game respect game. I mean, the only time, the only time where like I felt like the the person who got screwed over really really was a poor sport about it was when Johnny was just a fucking dick to Sarah after she threw him in the elimination. Um, and we've talked about this ad nauseum in the past, but you know, it's like, that's what you got to do. That's the point of the game. You got to actually make your move. You got to shoot your shot. Right. And you know what? At, at the end, of, especially with an alliance that is the size of, you know, India, um, you you can't you you gotta screw over someone at some point. Somebody's getting fucked. That's why you can't have alliances that are that big, because you need you to have, have to the break understanding them. though. Okay, I'm in this alliance, but I'm the seventh most important person in it. When they're starting to cull the herd and there's nobody else to throw in, it's gonna, gonna be me. I'm gonna have to win an elimination. Yep. Yep. It's when they start getting all like. Huffy about it. Huffy bicycle about it that it's like, shut the fuck up. But no, Rogan going in and being like, Oh, oh Polly, I'm so I'm so sorry. I didn't know anything about May that. May I suck your cock? Like, Polly. dude, dude, have a little self respect, please. It was it was though, just like again with Polly. He he's one of those people who wants to he tries to put on this facade of like who he wants to be. But no one's afraid of you, dude. No, they're all laughing. This at isn't him. this isn't like when Turbo gets mad. No, and people are are running for the fucking like hills. he's gonna murder hide, us all in our sleep. Hide the fucking knives and blunt weapons. He's gonna crav maga and, get out of and the like room. kill us in our sleep. Jordan imitated his walk. <laughs> you know what I would love to see? Pauly v Derek and the the X cross. Just so I could see Derek decimate oh, Derek him. Derek would smoke him. It would be great. It'd be, yeah, that'd be an ass. I'd like to see Paulie against Emily Schramm in that. <laughs> so I could watch him get his ass kicked by a woman. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Paulie versus Tori in the hall brawl. We need- I'm into it. I've watched that. Oh, man. But no, just sitting there. They're sitting there in the bar. They've got their little booth. And they're talking like... Polly's legacy. Fuck you, dude. Talk about talk about turning the gas station on to pump someone up. Right. Like, okay. Yeah, everybody at the bar, just Zach, you got Zach's got that great cut. He's sitting there and he's like, Leroy's like, we're gonna win. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. You got fucking the the, the pump station going, like in the back corner, and Zach's just like Yeah, I don't know, guys. <laughs> Yeah, they had that great thing at the end of the episode where Zach's talking about like he broke it down. Everyone thinks we're just gonna run away with this and it's gonna be easy, but I'm looking at these teams and this is way more even than anyone wants to admit. And the thing is, when you start looking at it, if I just look at Team UK, Jordan is without a doubt the best person in the whole house. Correct. There's yes. no one even close. 
Tori is arguably the best woman in the whole house. So, yes, they have two less people, but if you have the two best people on your side, you have a you have a real shot. And I don't want Rogan and D to win anything. In my dream world, they somehow get DQ'd and Tori and Jordan go they on They fall to win. off the face of a mountain or something. <laughs> yeah. We never it's like, "Oh, okay, cool." Just the yeah, people just, like D and Rogan, I don't want them to be like maimed, but you know, they break their ankle and they get DQ'd and they don't win any money. No money for you. That'd be amazing. I'd be into that. I'd be fine but, with that. You know, Team US has a lot of problems. I mean, they started to go over it. Paulie's just okay. Zach's good, but he's not like amazing in finals. I'll also say he, you say Zach's name and he doesn't spring to mind as all time great to me. No, no, Zach's okay he should be better than what he is he has does seem like he's dropped a lot of weight though you know got some lean muscle going so i do think his performance he's gonna be probably the best person on his team well maybe because there's been a lot of talk around zach they you know zach might cut a side deal and throw something here or there so and he doesn't like these people anyway, so he, he might not. He might not even need a side deal. He might just be like, "Fuck it, I'm throwing." I'm not gonna throw, but I'll give like a eighty percent effort. I'm not you know? trying my hardest. I'm not or... gonna fucking kill myself to win this for these assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, that could very easily happen. And then you've got Leroy, who Leroy's okay if it's anything physical other than swimming, but he's not gonna help you on a puzzle. No, and uh. His swimming's horrible. So, I mean, then you start looking at the women. Ashley's the fucking puzzle queen. You got to give it to her. Every time they put a fucking puzzle in front of her, she just smokes it. So, the Team UK better pray Ashley breaks her leg or something. Because they're going to have to... That's the one thing about this final. I don't know how it's going to be structured or whatever. They're going to have to make up... They have to be, like, ahead when they get to everything. Because every time there's a puzzle... You got to figure Ashley's going to do it faster than anyone else. It should be your assumption. Yes. So you want to put as much of a head start, built in head start for yourselves. Yeah. And CT's okay. CT's good at puzzles too. Um, But Ashley's the fucking puzzle queen, that evil bitch. No, I mean, she looked at that puzzle this episode and was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) And I'm looking at it like. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at it like. Like I've barely even like registered what's on those tiles and, and now she's we like, don't, got we it don't know how long they were standing there of right, course right, it could have right. been 10 minutes for right, all we know right, but right. yeah she figures it out knocks it out so ashley's the puzzle queen she can run she's a good all-around player she's won twice for a reason um kara's a good all-around player she also quit once ninja fucking twice. sucks yeah well ashley yeah she yes. did didn't but she? they were in or they were like right at the start of seasons though she still quit twice (laughs) yeah she's a lunatic everyone knows ashley's unhinged um ninja sucks i fucking hate ninja she's done nothing this whole season other than drag her team into the abyss cam's okay but cam's another one anything long distance cam's probably in trouble Um, which is like that's the final is endurance well and there's there's the worry on team uk you know I love CT, his cardio. Yeah, that is very questionable. And he's still smoking. <laughs> they showed him sitting there with Rogan. They didn't show the cigarette, but it's like I can see the smoke, guys. We all know CT is still smoking. Uh, Come on. Yeah. So, and then let's not forget 
roguing gas at Gibraltar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know. He claims that he's been working his ass off and everything, and cosmetically, he looks great. Now, how is that going to play out in a final? Who knows? Right. Exactly. But, yeah, and D, who knows what's going to happen with D? She ran around the pool a few times and almost died. Well, I will also say, though, I do think that that was blown a little out of proportion because it's like, was she hydrating? You know, there's some factors that could, like... Well, she better remember to hydrate in the middle well, of that final. Yeah. If um, you're running in that kind of heat, you should always remember to hydrate. I'm just saying, like, just because that happened doesn't mean she's a bad competitor. Yeah, no, I... It was weakness, d- it's blood in the water, and they should have all circled the way that they did, but... I look at D and Rogan very much as unknowns. Um, but really, I mean, and maybe this is just because this is what I want to happen. I really think Jordan's going to find a way to win this fucking final. And if he does, that's three finals in four appearances, I think, which is unreal. Oh, all time. I mean, seriously, we're talking like top three men ever. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Well, the one say what you will about Jordan. We were talking about. He's this. a massive prick. He is. He's a huge prick. But he's the good guy on this season. Yes, yes, and I do think he's different. At least Victoria was talking about it. He is good television. He's not the same way he is in the challenge house that he is out of it. You would hope most of these people aren't. <laughs> Tori, but, that was that was so great. Um, now I remember why I hated you before I loved you. That was a great line. Uh, I don't remember where I was going with that, unfortunately. Oh, no, Jordan says he's going to do something. For the most part, he does it. I will throw you yeah. back to free agents where he was like, I'm going to flip all the things. Yeah. Just let me, I, I'm going to flip it. I said I would do this. All right, let's do it. And let's, let's do the, I, I will suffer the consequences of it. You know, no, let's. Man, if Jordan could have got himself to that final, he might be four for four. Think about that. <laughs> if he had beat Johnny in that elimination. Yeah, that would have been... If he had just avoided that elimination. Still, though, that's a memorable moment that you're always going to talk about when you talk about the challenge. Yeah. No, that was great. I hope that they... I hope he wins. I genuinely do. I want him and Tori to win and take, you know, their cut of that million dollars and... Right off into the sunset Just fucking get out of there. I can't wait. I want them to win just so they can talk a ton of shit at the reunion. Oh, God. This reunion should be interesting. That's one word for it. Because if Cara and Polly were to win, you know they'd just be bragging the whole fucking time. Yeah. Uh, their shit wouldn't stink and everything. I can't wait if everything they've done is for nothing. Please let it be for nothing. What do I have to do to make this be for nothing? <laughs> Who do I have to call? What deal with the devil do I have to sign? Oh no, just just after that and I I the way that just that the end of the the way they ended last episode. I'm like, I got some hope, Alex. I've got some hope because they're just pumping up the US and just Zach being like me. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I am generally not a fan of throwing and quitting. I hope Zach fucks them over this whole final that'd be amazing that would be unbelievable oh my ankle oh god oh that whatever they were carrying in that preview oh oops i yanked it down oh shit guys i'm sorry i lost my there was a fucking rock in the road but he's for the most part unless he's just like 
the, the type of miserable prick who would do something like that. I think he's too much of a competitor. Yeah, I, th- I agree. He's I, too well, much and of there's a, and there's a fuck ton of money. There's the a line. fuck ton of money involved, right? Right, like he. It's I, people talk about. I think it's easier to throw early in the season when like that money is very distant and there's a whole lot of other shit that could go wrong and along the way. But when you're at the final, like no one's throwing. Not when that much money is involved. I do look forward to him screaming at his team the entire oh, time. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be pretty great. I hope he just targets Ninja. He will. He doesn't like her <laughs> at all. <laughs> And it's not even, like, a malicious thing. He's just like, you just suck. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. I don't feel like he hasn't really been going after her personally. He's been going after her performance. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he's been keeping it, like, on an athlete level. Like, you're not a good teammate. You're fucking over your other teammates. And you're not doing anything to help us. You're screwing us in every challenge. So here's an interesting thing, because we were talking about it. You know, last night a little bit when we were watching the episode, uh, you know, Zach a few seasons ago when he was paired with uh, Jonah. Oh, the worst teammate of all time. Oh, my God. It was uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can see that Zach clearly has grown as a human being. He's like we we talked about it. You you watched a couple of the the seasons. He, He watched them and was like. You you yeah. see you see yourself on TV and you're thinking, I have to be better than this because this is embarrassing. I mean it's it, it's actually mm-hmm. embarrassing how I'm acting, and so whether or not he's just doing a great job of covering it up or he's genuinely changed, you know, either way, or he's just keeping more quiet and more to himself because yeah. he's like fuck my team, you know. He's been so great on this season, though. I mean, Zach should be Zach should be on it. Every season, if he's going to be this good in the confessional, he should never miss a season. And he's been on a lot of them since he's, he started. He's hasn't been he? on a lot of them, but I feel like he's missed some here or there. He has. Zach should be an automatic, like, first list callback. I will say, though, he might be, but he could be like, hey, I need a break. Because you should no, take no, a you break. You don't get to take breaks, Zach. You're there. <laughs> You're there to speak for the people. Well, and when is the last one Jenna was on? She was on, because she wasn't on War of the Worlds, right? No, uh, I don't think she was. I feel like she wasn't. She got eliminated early. Maybe that was it. Maybe she wasn't on the um, Final Reckoning. Um, I can't remember. I feel like she was, and she got eliminated early. <laughs> yeah, could be. Jenna's been having a tough run of it lately. <laughs> well, she got hurt for a while there. She got hurt on... Um, Fucked her ankle up, wasn't it? Yeah, on um, Stars versus... What was it? What was the name of that challenge show? Remember they were doing the... Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but I can't it remember. It was only Pros versus Stars, wasn't it? Something like that. I can't remember. Oh, man. Now, who... Champs versus Champs Stars. Champs versus Stars. Now, who... Okay, Jenna was not on War of the Worlds 2. Well, we know that already. Okay, that's not helpful, asshole. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted for no reason. Go ahead. So, we know, looking at next season, we know... Je- or you were correct, Alex. She was on War of the Worlds. Yeah. She was also on Final Reckoning, though. Yeah, she got eliminated There early. was a season she wasn't on recently. There were though. the two 
She was on Dirty 30, but she wasn't on Vendettas. There you go. Yeah. Um, My challenge knowledge is endless, Bob. <laughs> well, that's, the, that's, that's why we have this episode, this, uh, this, this show. Um, we know Kara and Polly are not coming back for thank next God. season. Thank God. Like, thank oh, Christ. Thank God. thank God. Who do you want on the season, though? Oh, I mean, if if I had my way, it would be all the best competitors. You know, I'd like to see uh, Kenny. I'd like to see Emily Schramm. I'd like to see Derek. Um, you know. None of those people are coming back. I know. Well, you said, <laughs> who do I want to see on the show? I want to see the best people. Well, and well I want to see Laurel. I want to see Laurel and Evelyn go at it. You know, like I want to see Evelyn. That's who I want. I want, want the best people. Comp- competition. I'm tired of having all these women on that suck. It's like I'm so sick of the cams and the D's and the ninjas. I want the real women to be on the show. Yeah. You know who I'd love? I'd love to see them drag a fucking what's her name from Champs versus Stars on who the the Olympian. Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember. She name. was partnered up with J Lo's ex. What was her name? Just have her come on and smoke everybody. Oh, it'd be awesome. I'd love to see it. Well, where was that one season where I, I was it Evelyn and I forget who she was paired with, but they smoked like all of the women's challenges. They won like everything. Evelyn and Paula. Was that what it was? Yeah. And then Paula got uh, Emily the next season. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Like, they finally were like, all right, Paula, here's a couple bones. <laughs> Go win the challenge. We're going to give you Emily and Laurel. If you can't with this, you're just not going <laughs> to. Um, you know, I, I would like a I would like a rule set that. No big teams. You know, you know who I want on the show? The Miz. He'd do it. Bring him back. My understanding is he would like to do it. WWE won't let him. Yeah, it's probably too much of a physical risk. Well, it's a it's a long time yeah, commitment. It's months, right? Uh, but yeah, I would. I would. He'd, he'd be great. Um, you know, just fuck most of the UK people. Just stop bringing them. I mean, I want Kyle back. I want Kyle back. You know who's probably still in great shape? Mark Long. Bring Mark Long. Mark's back. the best. I love Mark Long. <laughs> I want to be friends with Mark Long. Yeah, bring, bring Georgia back. I like yeah. as much as her, some of the tastes is questionable. It's like okay, yeah, come back. I like I like Bear. I like Kyle. I like Georgia. I'd give Jenny another chance. I hope she toughens up a little bit, you know, because she's got the physical tools, but you got to also be willing to run through that wall. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. 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 You and she be... just was not ready for contact in that elimination at no. all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they gotta she's gotta go like go just do some jujitsu or something just like just to get some physical contact get used to being to, hit right yeah roll around with people or something do some grappling get in there yeah, yeah. Oh. She, she has all the tools but she has to be willing to engage because there's no way with her stature that she should have got smoked by Tori like that like that should have been way more interesting than it was yeah no, but I, I would agree, Alex. You need people like women specifically who can actually compete. Like I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand bringing back Kaylee over and over and over again. To me, she brings nothing to the show. I mean, at least D is okay. Kaylee's terrible. I mean, she's got to be one of the worst women to ever do the show. Well, that's why well, when Joss was like, "Oh yeah, I'd rather swim with Kaylee than D," it's like, would you? No. 
questionable I mean, at best, dude. But in in fairness, I mean, D and Ninja, this was just their second season. Yes. Um, and they, you know, they were fine last season, so maybe get. But you know, Kaylee, she's horrible. Of, she's never been good. No, she's never been good at any part of the show. The only reason she's good at the politics is because she just did exactly what Cam told her to do, and Cam's in a huge alliance. That's it. Well, that was, I think, my biggest detriment to this whole fucking season is just how stupid Team UK was. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, I don't want to see Rogan and D win anything, but if Jordan can pull this one out for the people, I'd be so happy. Oh, yeah. It won't redeem the season, It'll help. It'll help a lot. So I'm interested to see. We I, got- just, it, it, I feel like when the show ends on a feel-good note, it really makes you look forward to the next season. Oh, definitely. And when Turbo won the last season, and it was a good season the whole way, but when Turbo won, you're like, all right, this is a good feeling to end the season on. And it's kind of like a wrestling pay-per-view. If the last match is really good, you might forgive five other bad matches you go back and look at i mean i we have fond memories of it because we were there live i always go back money in the bank that whole show was good actually it wasn't all of a good show some of it was like but that ending that ending was amazing that whole show was actually good you should go back and watch that that whole show was good. well i remember what was it the uh uh, money in the bank matches were actually yeah were solid the money in the bank matches were really good the ending was fucking ridiculous Christian and Randy Orton was really good on that show they were on that was it wasn't that Randy gave him wait 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 wait, wait. we how are we transitioning to wrestling talk well we're pretty much done talking about the challenge to be fair we were done talking about the challenge let us reminisce Bob hey you know what I want to talk that's easily one of the (laughs) coolest live action things that I've ever been at there's really not that much wrestling stuff to talk about honestly right now but well I'm just with the way our schedule's been I'm so fucking behind on AEW you know what I would like to discuss I am looking forward to it I'm hoping you guys have watched it Hmm. The Mandalorian we have not at all Alex, up, if, Alex, Alex, if you wanted to, us to discuss the Mandalorian on the show, why didn't you say so in advance? I will say this: he probably thought, "Oh, those two fucking Star Wars dorks—they've definitely watched this show." All I know of the Mandalorian, Alex, is that there's a baby Yoda on it, and the internet is just obsessed with it. Should we be watching? The disappointment. Have you been watching Watchmen? That you've brought into my life. What What do you think of it, though, Alex? Is immeasurable. Because I've had from one person who was like, and I've heard it's general good. good things. It's good. I'm fucking around. It's It's good. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. It's It's pretty much a space western. Ooh, that's right where you want to be. <laughs> it's It's like a total western. And this latest, I've only watched the first three episodes. I think the fourth one just aired today, or whatever came on today not aired um but so far it's almost set up like a video game plot like you gotta see it like he does stuff and he gets armor upgrades (laughs) no it's speaking to you he does stuff and he gets weapon upgrades (laughs) it's like a total video game plot line well and who's the guy who's playing it's somebody pedro pascal the dude from game of thrones right yep he was the the viper wasn't he yep he got his fucking head Yes. Crushed. Yeah. No, I mean, 
we were like, we're not getting Disney Plus. We have Hulu without commercials, and we don't want to lose that in whatever upgrading. So hmm. at yes. some point, yes, yes. There's, if only um, you could watch it another way. Well, see, this is what I've been saying, but here we are. But again, I all I have seen, literally, like every other thing on the internet. For God's sake, you're a thirty fucking four year old man. <laughs> For God's sake, Bob. He pops himself every time. So. He does. Well, here's the thing, Alex. It's like a child. I'm gonna say something to you. Farts are never not funny. So fine. Oh, you know who you would be best friends with? <laughs> Vince McMahon. <laughs> However, we are recording. So, and it's going to be really hard to edit around. He used to do that I'm to not, me on the early Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm not even going to try to edit good. around it. <laughs> the Beyond the Red Waste, there were a few times where I'm just like, no. you fucking asshole. Oh like, all right, contain yourself. This is fart chat with uh, <laughs> with subtle interference. I don't know how many episodes there's going to be of The Mandalorian either, but the episodes are only 30 minutes. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Because everything's it, a fucking hour now. So is this Disney's thing? Anytime they want to get something off the ground, they're like, call up Jon Favreau. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he the one directing it? I think he created it. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Well, I mean, why not? Dude's got a decent track record. Yeah started up the whole Marvel thing. He's doing all right. <laughs> well, between him and Feige, yeah. Um, Though Favreau was also responsible for that uh, monstrosity that was the quote-unquote live-action Lion King. <laughs> I, which never, I, I didn't still haven't that. seen, but you have the original. Why would you ever watch this new one? It yeah. made a fuck ton of money, but it's like, can we talk about how beautiful the original is? No. Okay, you with your CGI non-expressions. That's fun. And there's Jeremy Irons in the original. Camping it the fuck up. Speaking of, Alex, have you watched Watchmen? Not yet. How do you like it? We just started it uh, last, last night. night. literally. There's only like six episodes out. I think you, you tapped out after the fourth. Yeah. And I just don't sleep anymore, so I... Uh, uh, vaguely remember the sixth episode. It was pretty late when I watched it, but um, it's solid. The one thing that does kind of annoy me about it, and annoy is probably the the bad word to say, but it it's it's playing like a soft reboot from like the original graphic novel. Like they're hitting all those same beats, but they're getting there in different ways. But they're telling a different story. That's fine. It's would been you, good. Would you really want them to do a beat for beat retelling of the com of the comic? If that was what was sold, I'm fine with that. Because I think it would be interesting to see a limited series live action of The Watchmen rather than the movie they did ten years ago now. Well, and they were never going to be able to condense that down to a movie. That's it's, just not. No, no, they tried, and they gave it to. I thought it was okay. It was okay. It's not a bad movie. It's too movie. long. It drags, but it's okay. And I and felt the ending's wacky. They should have just done the ending in the book, in the comic. But for whatever reason, they didn't think they could do that then. They probably could now. Because, I mean, they incorporated into the show, which is interesting. Yes. But um, it's good. I, I, would, I would definitely recommend watching it. And they did take... You'll see this in a couple episodes. They take a perif character from... In, in the graphic novel and kind of 
twist it in a very interesting way. I, I've yeah, I've heard this. Is it this late? The sixth episode? Yeah, I've heard six episodes. Pretty amazing. The cool thing about it is like they're they're really talking about how pervasive white supremacy is in the police force, mm-hmm. which isn't something you you get much in mainstream media. So. It's interesting to hear, before we started watching it, when it first came out, uh, you heard a lot of, oh, they've made this political. And which, I told that to Bob, he actually paused the episode and screamed in anguish, it's the Watchmen. It's fucking political. (laughs) You dummy. But whatever anyone says, oh, this is political. It's just like, oh, you're a white person and you're offended because it's making you kind of challenge a racist point of view. Well, so... Something that's very interesting, and I think this is worth bringing up in general, is uh, a large part of the premise of this season it centers around the Tulsa massacre in 1921, which I, I I have to admit, until I watched, I thought it was something they were making up for the TV show, and then I looked it up. Because here's the thing, Bob. They don't talk about that stuff no, in history class. No, they don't tell you. I didn't know about this. I never saw learned about this in school. I didn't either. Um, I I had to. I looked it up, and it was like, no, this is a real thing. Like they lit, like the fucking Ku Klux Klan literally rolled into an affluent black neighborhood in Tulsa and burned it the fuck down. And this is just. You know, I wonder why they don't talk about that. Ignored. Why don't they teach you that in uh, history class, Al? But why, why do you think that is? <laughs> You know your 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 thoughts, your opinions. You know, I would like to talk with you guys about something. Something happened to one of our loyal listeners oh. in Nashville, and I would like your thoughts. I don't think he'd be okay with me talking about this. It's not that big of a deal. No okay. one listens anyway, dude, yeah, so don't worry about it. Yeah, it's whatever. Five people listen so to this podcast. he goes to Nashville to help his brother and his brother's wife move into their apartment or something. A noble endeavor. Indeed, indeed. That's what he's known for, his nobility. So <laughs> they're there. They got nothing to do because there's no internet or whatever. So they're like, you know what? Well, we were driving around when we were here last time. We saw this, like, there was this really expensive neighborhood, and they had all these nice houses. Why don't we go there and drive around and look at the houses and see what um, oh, lights no. are up and everything? Okay. Right, row. So three of them jump in a car, and they start driving there, and suddenly they get pulled over. And the police come up to the window and, you know, they're like, hey, license and registration, the whole deal. And they walk away. And then another police officer comes over to the passenger side where the listener is sitting. And he starts asking him questions like, hey, what are you guys doing? And, you know, where are you going and stuff? And he explains it. Oh, well, we're going to go basically look at these homes and we're just driving around because we got nothing we got nothing to do yeah we got nothing to do i'm just here helping my brother he explains the whole thing so then this goes on for like a little while and there's like some silver object in the glove compartment so the police officer is like hey what's that and he just dong just whatever just gives it to him (laughs) And uh, it's some sort of thing for like some sort of part for the car or something, you know, it's like it's nothing. So the police officer is looking at that and he's sniffing it. He's just like looking for anything he possibly can. So 
this all goes on for a while and then eventually the police officer is like hey you know we need you to get out of the car yeah i'm not getting out of my car so at this point they're like they're like what did you pull us over for he's like oh well your um the light wasn't on on your license plate can i ask you a question yeah are uh the, were the people in the in the car white they're all white oh yeah interesting 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 okay racial profiling of white people okay yeah okay because i was gonna say if they were if someone was black oh yeah oh, this would be, be a totally different right. situation <laughs> but this is just cops that are bored then so this whole thing so now they i'm not getting out of my pull car, them though. out of the car oh, that's what i said but we'll come back to it okay like, so continue. now go ahead they pull him out of the car they like throw his brother up against the car and start searching him and he's like i don't have anything on me you guys can search the car there's nothing in the car i know i wouldn't have done no i wouldn't have done that either but he lets him search the car there's nothing in the car uh of course and and at this well this is all happening uh my friend is turning to his brother's wife and he's like is there like anything i need to know like is something going on (laughs) Like, what is this for? She's like, I have no idea. So this is all happening. And um, it eventually, you know, it was just like they ended up just letting them go. And they explained that I guess there's been a lot of carjackings in that neighborhood recently or something. I know. I know. So let the record show Erica is making the jerk off motion vigorously. (laughs) So, uh. Yeah, and and eventually the last thing, because the loyal listener is no dummy, although he may appear to be, is no dummy. Did he ask for he, their badge number? No, he well, he got all that, but he did ask. Um, he's like, "Is it against the law in Tennessee to not have your license plate light working because it's state to state?" And the police officer goes, "Yeah, you you have to have a working." license plate light so he goes home and looks, looks it up, up immediately you don't have to have a working light right so they pulled him over for over nothing. nothing right just to fuck with him for 45 minutes mm-hmm. and now when i heard this whole story my reaction same as yours was i'm not getting out of that car no you're gonna have to come up with a reason to pull me out of this car so then i can sue you nor am i pulling anything out of my glove box you don't have a right to search my car yeah nope what would you do bob get a warrant (laughs) this is this was my reaction i just wanted to know if i was crazy no i will say this though we're not in the moment you've got cops coming up being all you get a little freaked out yeah well, because, I mean, there's that's the other thing. Like, it's easy to say, like, that you would tell them to get a warrant, but you don't want them to beat the shit out of you. Well, I will say the other thing. I, w- I would take a nice payout for a little beating. As white folks, there's a certain... It's different. It's different. Right. That's the other thing I said. So we were talking. There were two people. We were talking about this. There were two people talking about this as well that are black. And they were like, they were like, we'd get out of the car. And I was like, oh, that's totally different. If I was black... I'm getting out of the car. Right, you because don't wanna, you don't want to die. I don't want to get shot. Right, exactly. Yes. That, and that's not even, like, funny. It's like, no, it is just, funny, but it's also real. It's fucking it's sad. It's totally different. What it is, I'm getting yeah, out of the car. No. no if, you're, if you're white. There's two different interactions you're having with If the you're white 
and they beat you up and pull you out of the car over literally nothing. It's going to be very You're going to make so much money. Correct. It's going to be like national news. If they shoot a black person in the car there, it's like, yeah. meh, Wednesday. Pretty much. Yeah, it's sad. Well, no, <laughs> and as white people, you have a certain privilege thinking, oh, I'll just say, yeah, just tell them exactly what we were doing. We're not doing anything wrong. They're yeah. not going to do anything to us. Yeah, they had them explain it like three different times to the, the different cop each time because they were trying to trip them up. Right. And it's like, we're just going to look at the freaking house. And so then when they go to actually go look at the house, that's the other thing. They go look the at the houses follow. and the Christmas lights and everything. The cops followed them the whole way around. Of course they did. So they're just harassing them and everything. Now, what these nice police officers don't know is that the loyal listener's wife is in the military and, fa- and fairly high up. And so Uh-oh. they got all the he's got all the info. They'll be getting a nice little call. There you go. That'll be a fun time. Well, you got nothing better to do? Like, really, guys? Come on. For 45 minutes. Right. Like there's not, and it, you're not finding nothing, dude. Move on with your night. Yeah, but I agree with you. I'm not letting you search the car. I'm no. not getting out of the car. No. You're gonna have to come up with something. Yeah. You're gonna have to cook up some bullshit. Get a warrant. You're not searching my car, and I don't have anything to hide. Yeah. There's nothing in my car that I wouldn't want. There's a cop like could look there's at. like coins and napkins. Yeah, you're still not searching. They'd my probably car. be like, "Oh wow, you got some old food in here." Yeah, I do, officer. Yes, I do, because I'm a fucking slob. But you still can't look in my car. <laughs> Oh, we smell some weed. Okay. Yeah, sure, babe. Sure you do. Sure you do. One, I'm not stupid enough to smoke weed while driving anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an adult who makes rational decisions. I'm glad, though, that you both had my viewpoint on this because there was like six people or seven people there when we talked about this. I was the only person who said I would stay in my car. Well, I'll say here's the other thing, though. Uh, My dad is a a fireman, has a lot of, um, uh, had a lot of interactions with the cops, had a lot of, you know, friends with the cops. Then he went on to work in a lawyer's office and the lawyers always said, you know, if something happens and you get pulled over, you don't get out of the car. They yeah. need a reason. They need, they can't That's what just... I said. They have to have a, some sort of justification right. for pulling you out of the car. Right. Now, if, if you they are... Just, if they just yank you out of the car, right. now your rights are being violated. Exactly. But if you are African-American, I will, you're getting out of the car. I will car. also say, though, it's part of it's situational awareness... And in that, and you know, not being in that particular scenario, it's like it'd be one thing if a cop in Illinois tried to do that to me. I'd be like, "Fuck no." Well, if I'm close to home, you know, I I have right some lawyers' numbers that I've been given for that very like occasion. Right. From it that. is different if you're in another state. It is. I will say uh, it, it, it's different in another state. It's different, frankly, depending on what region of the country you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're uh, in the South, as in this case, I would probably, especially being someone from Illinois, people, uh, people of authority in the South in general are not very fond of Northerners. I'm going to be more careful in that situation. I mean, we won, so you got to get over that shit. Not according to them. Yeah, you got to get over that um, shit. You lost, honey. You lost. But, you know, 
that so again situational or like if you got pulled over like this in like idaho or montana or rural oregon like you gotta you just gotta be you gotta think of the situational awareness one thing i will point out um that is a good thing for people to know is um a a court case that that decide that was decided that my aunt was in i was just gonna say yeah um so if you're getting pulled over uh my aunt a long time ago she had a friend who was pulled over like in the sticks and it turned out to be someone impersonating cop um was a psycho killer kiss kiss did murder my aunt's friend i stand by my statement (laughs) (laughs) and you know after that um you know, obviously, there was one night where my aunt got pulled over and she would not stop. Well, she waited in, until she got to a public place. In rural Pennsylvania, there are very long stretches of road yeah. where there ain't nothing. Yep. So she did not pull over until she found like a populated area where she could get pulled over in view of the public. Um, now, she faced all sorts of hell for that. Um, but she fought it and took it pretty far and it set a precedent that you can do that. You, you know, you, you might, it's going to probably cause you some grief, but you know, if you, especially if you're worried about the place you were at, keep going until there's other people around and that, you know, it's just good to know. Well, and what you could do in a situation like that is if you're getting pulled over and you fear for your safety, you could call 911 and be like, hey, I'm on this road being a police officer is attempting to pull me over. Is this actually a police officer? Well, that I'm not fleeing. I'm just even if right. it is actually a police officer. Right. You I don't just know be this like, guy. I'm not fleeing. I just want to get to a public space. I'm going to pull over where there's right. Yep. Exactly. I will also say that really fucking sucks that that happened. To our, our loyal listener. Indeed. That's really fucking shitty. That's, yeah, I'd be like, it, it leaves it's you a like bad time. really fucking shaken up, especially if they're following you around afterward, too. Like, the fuck, man? Get, nothing else is going on? Fuck off. Sounds like the type of thing that would happen in Wheaton. <laughs> I actually saw something similar happen over here. I was leaving the house a couple years ago. There was a uh, a black dude just walking down the street, and he had, like, a crate full of something, and there was a cop just following him, like, at five miles per hour. And it was just like, really? And I always feel a little guilty about not, like, you know, saying, hey, are you okay? But I'm a horrible white person, got in my car and went about my day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whatever. The police. Boo. Burns. I was saying booing. Well, anything else you guys got? No, I don't think so. I feel like we did a nice hour and a half on the challenge, and we—it's been a while since we've had like good. Well, no, that's not true. The last no, every we, time we talk about we, the we've had a lot of fun. Like I said, the talk. best thing about this season is that yes, it's been frustrating, but because of all the stupidity, it's given us much to discuss. Well, and if it's if it's all set up 
to an ultimate happy ending. It'll be so worth it. it, it I don't know if it'll have been worth it because there's God. been some shit this season. But. I can't wait to see Kara and Polly be so mad if that's please. Well, because think about this. We know they're not on next season, right? Yeah. Could you imagine if they are if they lose and then they don't have the chance to immediately try and get redemption? Well, oh, this tasty. See, I don't know why Paulie isn't on this season, but from a strategy standpoint, I kind of feel like Paulie needs to take a season or two off after this one because he's fucked over so many people that you need to like get some time away so maybe some of these idiots forget that you've been lying relentlessly. And some of them will, but there's also some of the power players that he's fucked over as well that won't forget. You know? We we know some people may forgive, but they never forget. I was saying to Erica, the next time there's going to be a rival season or whatever they call a rival season, you know, they got to do Wes and Bananas. It would be a good one. It'd be a good team. I know See, it's going to be a really strong team, but I would just like to see them be forced to work together. I think they would work together just fine, though. That's the problem. I think they would when they're when they're forced to. Yeah. I mean, look, like even CCT. even even uh, Johnny and Sarah worked together really well and went on to win that season. Um, I mean, I think I think it's a I think it makes sense as a as a pairing, but um, it's good TV. Well, that's it's the good thing about it's good TV, and you increase you increase the chances that Bananas and Wes are going to be around for a long time to make the show more interesting. Yeah, Wes really shot a shot way too soon this this season. Wes was never going to be very successful this season in the team format. Not with the way shit like once they realize it was oh we can vote in our own people. That set a precedent that just kind of tanked everything. Okay, here's the other thing about, since we're back on the challenge again. (laughs) I know. Sandwiching. I understand all the stupid reasons that U.S. wanted to jettison Jordan and Tori and try to get them out of the game. But why couldn't they have just gone after the weaker players on their team, like your Nannies or Josh's? Or just kept picking off Team UK and kept Jordan and Tori on your team. And it's like, yeah, you don't like Jordan, you don't like Tori, whatever. But you can't deny that they're really good. I think, though, if clearer heads, like if Johnny and them had been around longer, that is what would have happened. So I think I think what you got two things happening here. Paulie is not as smart as he thinks he is. No. For for one, I mean, this is his third season, and he's trying to pretend like he's some fucking chess grandmaster. Go fuck yourself, Polly. Two, um, you've got Cam sitting there who knows she's a layup athletically, um, and so she's trying to keep layups there too. And for some reason, they're going along with it. Uh, it it just it's stupid gameplay. It it's. You know, one of the things that they toss around a lot in the challenge is, oh, they're playing a scared game. They're playing a scared game. And a lot of times I'm just like, you know what? It's, it's a valid strategy. And But 
You can still get called out on it, though. You can get called out. And, and I, don't, I mean, I don't have any problem with anyone calling anyone out. Uh, but, you know. But it's something people say when they're pissed off that they got voted in. Right. But, you know, I will say the fact, the way that they have played it this year does definitely ring in that. Like, there's, there's playing scared to stay out of elimination. And there's playing scared to, you're trying to, to play like the end of the season at the beginning of the season. And just you, you really, you set up these alliances really early. It was way too big and you gave yourself no wiggle room to make changes throughout the rest of the season. So you're stuck now with Ninja who sucks, Cam who sucks and what are you gonna do here's what annoyed me the most i think is it none of it was based on performance no and i think the most one of the most annoying more annoying things about the season was if you came in last in a particular challenge it didn't matter yeah you know, and it's like, no, that should be the person who's getting tossed in. I think in. kind of the couple of things we talked about was like, it should have been, if you were the top performer, you sh- that should have made you the uh, speaker. The speaker. And For sure. You know, that would have been so much better. It, I think that, that, that would one change. the whole season. That one change alone, I think, fixed. You're right. Because it would have made, it, it would made the challenges important, which they have not been important at all for the most part, other than the one for the purge, which was the best challenge of the whole season because it actually Something mattered. was on the line. It mattered. Yeah. It mattered. Yeah, that would have fixed the whole, that little change right there, if they would have been found a way to track who the top dog of the challenge is, would have probably fixed the whole show. It's the next season. The challenge, top dog. <laughs> Roman um, Reigns is the host. But I mean, if you look at Team US and how stacked their roster was off the right out of the gate compared to Team UK's roster. That was the other thing. It was If you imagine you could have just got along, okay. Let's pretend for some reason you have to whittle down to eight people at the end, four men and four women. They could have had bananas, Wes. Zach, and let's just say, yeah, Jordan. That could have been like your four men. And then you could have had like Laurel, Ashley, Kara, and Tori. Who's beating that team? You're not beating that team. No, not the UK. That is a redonkulously loaded team. UK can't even hope to come up with anything comparable to that. Nope. But now you've whittled your team down and all you've got left is like a team of layups your whole team is layups and yeah there might be some layups on uk too but they got some really good people they got some power players over there this is this is you know i i know since free agents the show has struggled quite a bit um to to get to a place where everyone is enjoying it. Um, and a lot of the problem comes back to your comment earlier. Of it's just been really weak on the women's side. Um, that certainly has not helped. But there was the stretch of, I'm going to call it the gimmick seasons that were just, they were just fucking with everything every few weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, and then this season started off so well. Like, 
thought this season was going to be really good. And then the middle, more than half of this season just kind of too many, Too many of the stars of the show got eliminated early on. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm MTV and I'm Bun and Murray, I'm, I'm like, we, you got to keep the stars around longer. We got to find a format that it forces people to compete and makes the daily challenges mean something. Cause you know, why, why has, why did the challenge grab us? And I think for me, at least it's because the drama that came on the show, I mean, we, to be fair, we started with rivals, which is all time. Great. Season. Probably it's like rivals and team free photo. agents team photo for best season that are like the top two in my mind. Battle of the X's two. Yeah. That's three, a great one. one. Um, the one where, uh, what's her name exploded. Oh, what Leroy's partner. Oh, um, with the the greatest shot yeah. of all time, mm-hmm. um, oh, what was her name? When Jordan and Sarah threw in Leroy and Naya, Naya, oh. and she lost it on Nani and Johnny, <laughs> and then Naya got you're just the, the queen of sucking all the cocks in this house. And you get that Johnny, yeah, okay. Johnny's in the background. Was that the one where she started calling him uh, the f word in the final? She yeah she got tossed out of the game oh, right at the yeah, end yeah because she was calling Jordan uh, a slur yeah. yeah yeah not fuck and she was touching his dick yeah remember that yeah, that was the that. bigger problem it was very well you can't be thrown around yeah but they can edit that out yeah but you can't be with all the no bullying shit you can't be throwing that that around you also shouldn't be touching other people that's genitals. why she got she got she got thrown for touching him I I'm sure they edit out. Plenty of they to be fair, they've been consistent on that. Remember when yeah. that one dork grabbed Mandy's boob and they tossed him? No, yeah, I remember that. Yep. So that seems it was to be touching. the line. If you touch someone's genitals, we're throwing. I you also around. don't think that they're throwing around. Like maybe earlier on, I don't know that in the last. I I just don't think that they would throw someone just for throwing for saying that. I think more recently, yes. Back like in the day, not necessarily. Emily Schramm did blackface, and they didn't toss her. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that wasn't great. But there's no liability with mm. that. Yeah, that's just oh, you showed your ass, and you're a terrible. There's liability human being. if you touch someone. Right, but no, you you yeah, you're you're a horrific human being. That's, um, that's fun. Is Camilla but, ever going to get back after no. she assaulted a PA or whatever? No, happened? she's no. in challenge jail. She's not. <laughs> but back. to finish my point, the. The reason that I loved the show was because the drama that unfolded in the house, for the most part, was a result of what happened on the challenges. Right. And yeah. the game, not just um, stupidity. Well, and there used to be like parties and people used to feel like they wanted to be there. Right. And now it's just like a house of miserable people. This season was that are being misery. tortured. There has not been a house party this season. The closest thing they had it was the engagement thing. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. If Turbo's going to come back, I don't know if he's going to come back or not. But if he's going to come back, he's got to grow something of a spine when it comes to people insulting him or making fun of him. Because if if all Jordan has to do is make fun of the way you walk 
and you threaten to kill them and get thrown off the show, yeah. people are going to be doing that to you all the time mm-hmm. because it's going to be like, we don't even have to get in an elimination with this guy. Right. All we got to do is make fun of his heritage or something. Just poke the buttons. Yeah. And we know we can get him tossed. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't think we see Turbo again. Well, and they knew exactly what they were doing. They were trying, but they were hoping he would get Jordan. Right. They didn't want him to get himself. No, I think they were kind of happy that Turbo got tossed. Mm, They didn't seem too thrilled about losing Turbo. Ultimately, I think think they were, I think they wanted to keep Turbo around because Turbo was able to be manipulated, and he's pretty good. So you got a guy who's a hard worker, and he's voting with you as long as you can keep the lunatic happy. You know, I don't think they wanted Turbo out at the time. But no, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not coming back. I, I don't think he's insurable. I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, it, it'd be one thing if like he threw a punch, and got ejected, and then they're sitting there and say, hey, no. But he, he like told them, if you let me back in the house, I'm gonna did like after he I'm had punching had, someone's spine out there. After back. he had had time to cool down. He still said, if you let me back in the house, I'm going to hurt somebody. He's like a caveman. Yeah. It's like if Turbo was 500 years older, he'd be right at home. Well, it's cultural difference yeah. Is, yeah. Is, a, is a lot of it. You know, you know, he's he's Turkish and they have just a different view of masculinity. And well, and there's also you're in that house and it's you're already stressed the fuck out. Right. And you, everything is just amped to such a degree that you're like, you know. Could you imagine like Johnny Bananas pulling some bullshit on Turbo like he did with the notes? Oh like, my god, the notes was the, one of the best well, things that's, he's that's ever the, done. That's my point. Is now that everyone like a Johnny has seen this, it's like I can. I'm Fair sure game. Johnny can think of a thousand ways to get Turbo to break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. It's like, and by the way, Jordan's imitation of his walk. Kind of spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> but it's also like, okay, man, like, like that. But like you said, that's what set you off. That's it. That was the spark. Like, the best was while that was all happening, before he imitated his walk, Jordan was like explaining to him, they're trying to manipulate you. They want you to get pissed off and get into a fight with me. This is what they want. They but, laid it out for him. And then Nani laid it out for him. But Turbo he's was still already hot. seeing like. Yeah, he, he's the, like. He was he already was like, seeing red. He was already on kill. It was done. Yeah. It was done. Power word kill. You're, you're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, I, th- I, I really don't think Turbo's coming back. Just um, a shame. Yeah, he's a great competitor. He was a delight in the first War of the Worlds. And he had some great quotes. Um, Didn't really do anything this season? No. No. He was a little weaker. He was another one who, in a total team format, he was not performing as well. Yeah. But I just, we no teams next next time. No teams, please. Either do pairs or individual. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I, I just this this format did not work out. I come into this game as Lion, and I leave Lion, <laughs> not Chicken. <laughs> what, what, you kept calling him a pussy chicken? Was that what it was? Something or like chicken, that. Maybe something ridiculous. But, oh, um, Turbo. 
No, yeah, you need to have the challenges matter. If you lose, you're getting thrown in and then have the, the votes. And if you win, there has to be some reward for that as well. Mm-hmm. I need, like, cuts of Turbo's lines from War of the World 1. I'm sure you could find World's that online. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm sure that's online somewhere. Alex, there's there's one thing, one last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up this episode. Wonderful. Um, physics. Hmm. Mm. You mean the colossal disappointment <laughs> of Google Stadia? Now, Alex, how could you possibly have predicted predicted this? this? Can Can I jump in real quick? We I was watching. We threw something on. I don't remember what it was. But there was a commercial for Google Stadia, and their selling point in this commercial was, oh. You don't have to have a console that takes up all this space. It's so much. That was the commercial, Alex. So much. It's space. a space saver. I was like, that's the shot, huh, here's, guys? Here's the thing about Stadia is if the business model was better, you might be able to forgive some shortcomings. But because the business model is so bad, any little thing is going to be like, no. And... The idea that they want you to pay $10 a month to get 4K 60fps streaming, which, by the way, isn't even really 4K in any of I these saw games. that. Like, Destiny is running at 1080p on hardware that they're claiming is way better than the Xbox One X, which does, doesn't make any sense. The Xbox One X runs that game at a native 4K. Right. Um... So that's the one thing is the developers are clearly having problems optimizing for the hardware. And then the business model's terrible. So they want you to pay 10 a month and they want you to buy the games. Yeah. What? You know, because there's, there's an interesting aspect of it to be like to not have a console in being that as hardware increase, uh, hardware improves, whatever, you're not... you. You know, Google, in theory, could be investing in this over time instead of having, you know, having a generation, you know, series of generations of games. Which is an interesting idea. Um, But I have a perfectly good Xbox downstairs. But it's taking up so much space, Bob. I built the... the Bob, it's taking up so much space. Perfectly to fit. All of that. Well, and the other thing you think about is if you're paying one, of course, there's the hidden cost of all the data you're going to be using. Right. Okay. Which really is not going to be hidden whenever you have Stadia because it's going to become extremely obvious if you're on a data cap. You're right. So let's just pretend, though, that the data cap doesn't come into account, even though it does for most people. <laughs> so whatever. But we'll just take that out just to be f- uh, friendly, I guess. That's still 10 a month forever. Yeah. So that's $120 a year just to have access, and then you got to buy the games. In perpetuity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not less money than buying a console. No. No. It's not. No, but you know what they're, they're trying to sell you on is convenience. And there is, in general, there is an argument to be made for convenience in certain things. It is more convenient for me to park at Villa Park instead of Lombard because if I park at Lombard, I might not get a spot and then I'll miss my train, even though it's 75 cents a day more. Um, 
there is an argument for convenience. It does not. You you should not be paying for convenience on totally optional things, though. Like, I have to go to work. I have to take the train downtown. That is not that that is not an optional thing. It if for a gaming system that is totally optional, that is for entertainment value only, I should not be paying extra for convenience. Especially not on a subscription basis. Maybe like a one time fee, like buying the rechargeable batteries for the Xbox controller mm-hmm. as a one time thirty nine ninety nine purchase. Okay, that's one thing. But a, a regular subscription where you're giving them your credit card, you know, it's got to be a lot more than just convenience, and I just don't see it. Well, and you know I could rant about this forever, but it doesn't hold up in any way. Like, you're talking about convenience. Well, what's convenient about a system that's dependent on having an extremely strong Internet connection that's not only fast but reliable. Mm -hmm. And that's the big thing because for every person like me that puts quality of service settings on their router, so if, say, I'm downloading something while I play some games, while I stream a hockey game or Netflix or whatever, there's like that's like 5% of the population or probably even less, you know? Everyone else, you're on Netflix in your living room, And then Erica goes on Netflix in your bedroom and it's like, whoa, my internet just went to shit. You know, we even have like they're just little service disruptions. Like you'll be sitting here watching stuff and YouTube will just be like, right. And I'm not going to work for about five minutes. And a little service disruption like that for Stadia is your game becomes non-functional. Right. It's like, oh, I can't play this single player game anymore because my internet went to shit. And that's part of the reason why. You know, we have a fairly deep digital library of movies, right? But a lot of that's because I buy the Blu-rays or the 4K Blu-rays that come with a digital copy, and I get the digital copy. And then, so if we travel, I have access to it, but I'm just going to watch this because I don't want to deal with buffering or any of the other horse shit. Mm-hmm. So one thing about Stadia, and it, we, you know, I started this by saying physics, and physics. I... You know, I took a look at, um, I I looked up where all Google's data centers are. And granted, they probably have more that are hidden that they don't disclose. But their nearest disclosed data center to to the Chicago area is in Council Bluffs, Iowa, uh, which is right on the uh, border of Kansas. Um, That's about 450 miles uh, from here at the speed of light it will take roughly three milliseconds to go one way that way so round trip you're looking at six milliseconds but that's assuming you have fiber all the way between and right so you don't have resistance over copper anything else. so that is a best case scenario six millisecond round trip that is your starting point. Now you have to build in extra latency that's due to um, wireless, wireless uh, computing. The, the what's going to your home? Because yeah, because yes, when you're going from the ISP's network 
to the box in your neighborhood, that might all be fiber. It right. probably is actually. Right. But when they're going to your home from the box, that's probably copper. Yep. So that's that's not it's like if I if I was straight into their servers, I probably wouldn't even be able to tell the fucking difference between that or being in my home right. with a box. But that's not the case. And this no. is the real world and most people have terrible routers that they're given by their ISP that are just barely functioning to watch fucking YouTube videos, let alone let alone play a video game. Yep. So it's it just like you said, they, they how do you get over the problem of physics? And I think I text I was messaging with you the other day. The only way you can really get around that is if uh, you manage to figure out quantum entanglement. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> or every piece of copper that's in the ground in the entire country is ripped out and replaced with fiber. But even if you replace it with fiber, you're still you, it would be better. You, it would be better, but you still have limitations. You know, in, in the best case scenario, you you're already at a starting point at three milliseconds or six milliseconds round trip. That you know that doesn't even factor. That's just transit time. That's not even um, computing time. You know, whatever signal you send to them, they have to calculate and send a response, well, and that can be really fast. But it take it it, it starts to add up. And what what is it like? Thirty milliseconds is when people start noticing shit. I think it depends on how sensitive you are to it. Yeah, but I mean, if you're at six, now you're you know what's what's your ping time normally? Right, nine, ten milliseconds. It's hard to say because what a game might display to you versus what your actual ping is is not the same. Right, but and realistically realistically if we're talking about like let's say i'm playing overwatch and they're saying my ping is 30 mm -hmm. my ping's probably more like 80 or 90 because they're not taking into account all the travel that has to happen it's yeah. just that's just what their server is sending to you right but whatever the point the point is and then okay the other thing is is from a business model perspective they're going to get blown out of the water so bad by Microsoft. Oh, God, yeah. It's going to be a bloodbath as it stands right now. Because, like, for example, so I saw an article, the, I think it was, like, today or yesterday, where it was like, oh, well, the latency on xCloud right now is worse than Stadia. And it's like, one, one of these is a consumer-facing product at the moment that's out that you can buy. The other is in testing. <laughs> so that's not even fair. Right. That's not a fair comparison. And the other thing is, is when this product hits, if Microsoft just says, you know, if you want to use their servers, it's probably going to be a fee. It's probably going to be like 10 bucks a month or something if you want to play the games off their servers. But at the same time, I'm assuming with the way they've been doing other things, if Game Pass is on that service and you just have your Game Pass games, or if it's just anything that's already in your library, you can just play, which is probably what they're going to do. That's a massive amount of games that you didn't have to pay extra money for, and you're just having to pay the 10 a month to, sh to use the service. Yep. And you could also, you know, they're going to have the console streaming option where you can just stream from your console to whatever device, and that's going to be free. Yep. So th this Stadia, I mean, God bless them. 
<laughs> but they're fucked. I mean, as as the service stands right now, it's not appealing at all. I like the God bless them in there. God yeah. bless them. God bless them. I'm sure they're nice people. I'm sure that they are. But fuck them. They're screwed. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter because Google's going to cancel it before the end of the year. <laughs> well, on that note. On that note. Thanks for being here. In your own home. Mm. Erica. Bob the dog. Hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.